0: Trade rumors heating up. Pascal Siakam, is he close to getting moved? Will he be the first domino to fall? Plus, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic in a classic in Philly. And we play real or fake with The Wall, the new feature at the Los Angeles Clippers new arena. It's all right now in the Locked On NBA podcast.
1: You are locked on NBA, your daily NBA podcast.
0: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown NBA Podcast. Right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, what's your team every day? And that's us. Aha, it's me, John Correll's here of the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on your usual Wednesdays, along with.
1: Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast. We're back two weeks in a row. Look, look at the stunning lineup here, uh, rounding into form, right? We
0: we are the Phoenix sons of the Locked On NBA podcast. We we are uh, playing together occasionally. Oh, but man, when we do, it's great. It's great. Come back from 20 sons.
1: point deficits, all of those Phoenix. things.
0: Phoenix making a comeback. We got great basketball here. We've got uh, Clippers and OKC in a tight one. We've got Jokic and B. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about the Clippers. Lots of Clippers in that third segment when we play real or fake uh, with the arena, with James Harden. Uh, and we're going to start with trade rumors. Uh, we're also going to start with today's show being brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel, uh, make every moment more. Right now, new customers get a $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed. All you got to do is place a $5 bet. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. I think the odds right now are Pascal Siakam to the Indiana Pacers, Jake, because Sham Sharania has reported that the Pacers, are, uh, Pacers and the um, Raptors are actively engaged, actively engaged in trade talks centered around Pascal Siakam. Uh, in a package that would include Bruce Brown, I would assume Buddy Heald would have to be in there for money, uh, uh, picks, first round draft picks, multiple. I would assume. So, right now, the guys talked about this on the on the podcast yesterday. There's there are worries around the league that Siakam won't re-sign because he's going to be a, a free agent, and teams are are unwilling to give up big packages for him. So do you think the Raptors are going to be able to get a fair deal? And do you think uh, Bruce Brown and Buddy Heald and Picks is going to be the type of deal that is good enough to get it done for Toronto?
1: so first and foremost whatever like the the package that the raptors are asking for and what they hope to get from him i don't think they're gonna get look at what happened to them last year at the trade deadline where he was rumored to be on the block and was rumored to be on the block right van vliet and then no one got moved probably because they couldn't meet the asking price and then a year later they move ananobi for like not nearly as much as you would think or what they were like requiring in return from him just a year ago. So when I hear things like three first round picks plus a a young player to like uh, you're not going to end up with something like that, I don't think. And it's also because now, a year later, he kind of, you know, on an expiring, controls his destiny and can kind of play that leverage game of, well, like, I'm not going to for sure resign with y'all. So that scares off a lot of teams. It's one of the reasons why it sounds like the Sacramento Kings backed out of being in the running for him here when he makes a lot of sense for them. Because if they don't think he's going to resign, you can't give up a young player or a pick if you lose him as a rental for half a season, literally half a season at this point in time, right? if he's just going to walk away for nothing and unless you want a title like toronto did but that's likely not going to happen somewhere with siakam so i don't think they're going to get all that stuff for him which means a team like indiana can probably sneak in with some like good expirings here in like a pick or two that might not even be like that appealing of a first round pick. so i think it makes sense that like indiana could could really come in here and kind of lowball and eventually get a deal done
0: i think indiana is motivated to get something done. They see, uh, an opening and they see the potential for a Tyrese Halliburton led team that that's missing something. Uh, they've, they are a high powered offense and they've, they've had some success, but they are, you know, 23 and 17. They're, they're, fighting to stay out of the play-in. They're tied with the Knicks right now, and they feel like, hey, it, this is this is the time for us to make a move. They need a big wing. Uh, I've seen the Boston Celtics play the, the Pacers four times already. They'll play a fifth time in about a week or so, and the problem for the Pacers is they don't have anybody to guard Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, and and that's Uh, You know, they've had success against the Celtics, but also that's something that they're missing. So all it takes, regardless of a team getting assurances from Siakam or not, all it takes is a team that's motivated. And this playoff run would be the audition process for them, for Siakam and be like, Hey, look, man, this isn't Toronto. This is Indian, you know, Indianapolis, and it's a little bit of a different city, but With Halliburton and with the guys that we have still here, uh, some good young talent, and we need you. We need you. And they also have, I think, the lowest or one of the lowest payrolls. So paying Siakam, the max, starting at 40 million, is not going to kill them. They can do it. And I I think they have all of the elements in place to make that move.
1: Yeah, look, I I definitely think they're motivated. They realize they have an absolute star in Tyrese Halliburton, right? You have a guy like Miles Turner that seems untradeable now, which is kind of wild to say after all the years that he's been in trade rumors and everything here. And you know, there's small market team that isn't going to attract anyone in free agency. Like this makes a ton of sense. He just kind of gives them like everything they need from him the defense he gives you rebounding he can pass the ball as well he can score it makes a ton of sense to upgrade him and kind of elevate you because they've been a surprise team this year i also don't think that they're necessarily that scared of him like not resigning and being like well i'm gonna bolt elsewhere because i want to be there right free we've talked about it on the show like free agency doesn't exist like it used to right like no one's wait you know trying to clear 70 million in cap space to make a run at LeBron James or Amari Stoudemire Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh like that one year right like Things happen through signing and trades and all of that stuff. Now, if you look at the cap space teams, it's a team like the Orlando Magic. Does he necessarily make sense there? Not really. The Spurs, does he want to go play for a rebuilding team like that, right? The Wizards, the Jazz, the Pistons are other cap space teams for sure this coming summer. That doesn't make a ton of sense. And then you kind of have the wild card in there, the Philadelphia 76ers, right? But if they that's really the wanted him, that's, I mean, that's the one you'd worry about in free agency, but if they truly want him now, they can go and get him now. And they don't seem to be moving on that. So, what does that say, too? So, I think Indiana probably feels pretty good that if they get him at the right price, a price they find like, oh, this is affordable, this makes sense. We're underpaying to get him because teams are scared off, but you're not actually that scared off. That makes a ton of sense to go and make a deal and make a move like this.
0: I think part of the calculus here is what Toronto thinks they can get for the players they get. And this is kind of like the Portland deal for Damian Lillard, where you you yeah, you get Drew Holiday back, but then you turn around to and trade him to Boston and you get players there that you like. Now it didn't work out because Robert Williams is is hurt and out for the season. And you know, we'll see what they do with Malcolm Brogdon, but regardless, Toronto can sit there and be like, well we can flip buddy healed to a, a contending team that desperately needs shooting <clears throat> LA Lakers. Like they can turn around and and flip Bruce Brown to a team that desperately needs like a three and D wing. There are plenty of teams that, like, that are looking like the for
1: Denver nuggets.
0: Right. So, I mean, that's, that's the type of, and, and because like, yeah, they can do it. They can do it. So, um, so I think, it's not about necessarily what do the, the Raptors get specifically in a trade for Siakam it's what do they get in the trade for Siakam and can they turn those players that they get into other assets? And if you can fast forward to February 9th and say, Well, if we put all the trades together, Siakam got them this many picks and and this player and all of that stuff. And and if that ends up being a big haul, you don't have to be Danny Ainge getting a million first-round picks in one deal. You can get a bunch of first-round picks or a bunch of picks in two, three, four deals and be happy that way.
1: Also, I like watching the Indiana Pacers, and I would like them to be better so that I will enjoy watching them even more. So I say go and do it.
0: I mean, getting anybody there that can play a little bit more defense with the length, that's going to be helpful. That, that's really going to help them there. We had a classic uh, matchup in the the league with the only three games in the schedule, Embiid, Jokic, it lived up to the hype. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Hey, thanks for making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. Check out Locked On Sports today, the 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's got you covered. Forget all those debate shows. Real conversation like Jake and I are having right here. Real conversation. Meaningful conversation. Get it 24-7 on Locked On Sports uh, today. The uh, A couple of games, the, the uh, matchup between Philly and Denver – By the way, the matchup between Philly and Denver, uh, a new uh, champion has been crowned. The new NBA belt. The belt has changed hands. We don't have the belt graphic on here. It's only gone to the teams. But the NBA belt, which people, uh, if you don't know what the NBA belt is, the, the champion comes into the season starting with the fictional NBA belt. It gets defended every night and the Nuggets got it back recently and now it's gone to... The Philadelphia 76ers, they currently hold the NBA belt their second time holding the belt because Joel Embiid went nuts and, uh, finished with 41 points, 10 rebounds. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what do you, seven, rebounds, assists, seven assists, rebounds, 10 assists. 10 assists. Yeah. You know, the, the eyes are, are going, but that's fine. Um, uh, it was it was Embiid taking over now in this game it looked like I thought Jokic was was willing them to a win they went on a huge run at the end of the third quarter he had Jokic had 11 offensive rebounds he had 19 rebounds overall 25 and 19 11 first of all 11 offensive rebounds that is insanity <laughs> that's an these incredible number these guys it's are pretty unbelievable. good unbelievable Uh, but a lot of Joel Embiid, but not just a lot of Joel Embiid, a lot of, you know, Nick Batum, a lot of Tobias Harris, a lot of Maxi, a lot of other guys doing things down the stretch, Marcus Morris with a big four point play. Like the, the, the Sixers are, are playing really, you know, really well this season. Joel Embiid. Making a strong case for a second MVP if he can get to those sixty five games, like we We talked talked about about this
1: last week. That's why I said we need to do real fake on it because, like, he you could argue that he's the front runner right now, him or Jokic. It feels like, and then, you know, if he doesn't get, if he can't do it, like
0: that, I don't know. That impacts legacies, man. That it does, it does. So there's a second MVP potentially on the line here if he can get. But he he recently said it's not about a second MVP. It's about being healthy. Because you also need, I'm sure he'd sacrifice a second regular season MVP to get a finals MVP. And this was a, a potential finals matchup. And if this is the game that you get, this is the type of game, Jake, that gets people to say, oh, sign me up for seven of these. It does. And look, one of the things that
1: I liked a lot about this game and was so much fun was like they, they didn't guard each other the full time throughout this one, right? You saw a lot of Aaron Gordon on Joel Embiid at times, Mm -hmm. but you also saw Jokic on him too, which was really fun to watch these two defend one another, I thought, right? You had Batum on Jokic uh, a lot of the time as well, but you also got Embiid doing it. So to see these guys kind of go at each other like that for at least like, I don't know, half the time maybe about I thought it was actually pretty great rather than like hiding them off of the other and instead like down the stretch at times kind of really going at one another. That was one of my
0: favorite parts About this, let these players defend one another, please. I'm laughing because the whole game, Stan Van Gundy just would not let it go. You gotta get the regular defense out there. You gotta get them. Like, oh my God, Stan, drop it. They'll guard each other plenty. Just they did in this
1: game.
0: Like they did.
1: I went back actually and watched like each of their uh, shot attempts to like see and almost like quantify like because I thought they guarded each other about like fifty percent of the time. Look, does if he, does he want to go super old school where it's like centers should guard centers? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> if you're if you're the Nuggets, and you have Aaron Gordon who's capable not capable of guarding Embiid because of the forty-one point thing, but where you have that extra length there, man. Denver, you know that three for through five spot is. Large with um MPJ Aaron Gordon and Nikola Jokic and allows him to do some fun things there, but yeah, he wouldn't He wouldn't shut up about that. They guarded no, each other wouldn't. plenty,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but as always, look, if you're going to be a good team, it's about the other guys, and, and yes. it's we're we're loving MVP matchups, right? And Embiid 13 of 22, three of six from three, 12 of 15 from the line. I mean, it's a classic. Embiid line here, uh, and and really honestly, if Joel Embiid is hitting the face up stuff, you're not going to beat the Sixers. You're they, they're just uh, untouchable when he's hitting the face up stuff. If he's missing the face up stuff, then you have a chance, uh, and and that that can be sporadic with him. But he was hitting everything in this game, and that's what makes him so great. But if you're getting those supporting casts. Tobias Harris uh, a very efficient 24 points on 10 shots if you're getting that kind of performance from him and that's been the knock on Tobias Harris because he hasn't done that a lot that that's gonna make what the sixers get past the second round as opposed to keep stumbling over themselves this is a this is a big opportunity for the sixers and we're just talking about trades I do wonder what the sixers are going to do because this feels like, now is the time. You you are maximizing Embiid. You've got Harris playing well. You've got Batum, who looked lost a few years ago, got traded to the Clippers and re you know was rejuvenated. Now he's here and he's playing well. It feels like the the Sixers have to prepare themselves for a, a deep playoff run. And again, another team that's the matchup against Boston. They need to find themselves a a big wing that can make a difference against what Boston has to offer they have to prepare themselves for that
1: yeah you you would think like they're playing so well you know it was interesting I was on the radio here in New Orleans and someone was like what's one of your like surprise teams in the Eastern Conference and I was like can I can I say Philly right like Losing James Harden seemed like it was going to be a bigger deal than this, just in terms of like points per game and other things. And they've come out and it's like somewhat addition by subtraction, I guess, and if they played incredibly, incredibly well, you know, Maxi stepping up is a huge, huge part of that. But I don't think we were counting. I, you figured he would be better, but like the kind of a leap that he's made is like genuinely surprising. But they've been bought in under Nick Nurse and all of those things. They've been kind of surprising, right? Like, I don't think I would have put them in title contender status going into this year. and if they. make a not even like a huge move right like a a a mid-tier move it feels like that really elevates their ceiling for what they could be particularly if it's like kind of a defensive wing stopper you know if they go and get Siakam and they can they could probably do it this team could be like very scary when you have Embiid playing like he is Maxi playing like he is look you don't want to have to rely on Batum that much right if you get Siakam there to upgrade like that is a significant difference for you i think so all yeah. of those things could like really improve that team and they've been good already so if you're able to make yourself even better like it doesn't feel like they're reaching their ceiling just yet right they're fifth in offensive rating fourth in defensive rating and they could be better that's a scary yeah. prospect
0: yeah uh absolutely uh now it'd be interesting to see the mechanisms of some of these deals that, that they could be involved in. But uh, look, Philly is right there. Obviously Boston is the class of the East and, you know, may say class of the NBA at, at this moment, but uh, it's a long season. They're only halfway through and you don't know what's going to happen. There are always some potential injury risks on that, on that Celtics roster and the Sixers have to be ready to pounce. And, and look, Milwaukee is right there. And they're kind of starting to try to figure themselves out, but there there are openings there to challenge to get themselves to the Eastern Conference Finals. So uh, I'm not talking about the Denver Nuggets because I'm not worried about the Denver Nuggets. Uh, this was a tough one. Uh, they they just they just lost to a, a, a good Sixers team in Philly, and you know this is this is how it goes sometimes. You lose. Jokic is awesome. Denver is still really good and. That's that for me. So it's all about the Sixers for me in this one.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. Uh,
0: let's we'll, we'll briefly touch on the other games in a second. And then we'll play a, a couple of games of real or fake with the Clippers because they've got this incredible new thing. They call the wall that has some ridiculous parameters involved. And That's then like, James Harden
1: is the word that you're going
0: you're to use there. <laughs> well, for like the, 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 from what I can tell the visual of it might be interesting, um, the arena part of it might be incredible, but what they're planning to do about it is kind of, eh. and then James Harden says he wants to retire a Clipper. Okay. We'll, we'll play our games of real or fake in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by better help. Now I believe in therapy. I've benefited from therapy myself, and I know there are challenges to starting that journey. Mainly, the biggest challenge is finding the right therapist because you are generally, you have been relegated to who's in your area, who's nearby. Not with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is going to match you with a therapist online. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go to BetterHelp.com slash MBA. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. If you don't click, you switch. No additional charge. You can switch to somebody else. And because it's all online, you have a lot of options. And that's a big thing. Because once you do click with your therapist, you can unlock a lot about yourself. So go to betterhelp.com slash locked NBA. And you're going to get yourself 10% off your first month. Again, all online, convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. There's no reason not to give it a try. BetterHelp.com, betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA. Today's show is also brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book football season. We're into the playoffs now. Plenty to bet on there, plenty on the NBA side. And if you're a new customer, which means you go to fanDuel.com slash locked on, sign up, create your profile, you make one bet. $5 bet, you get 150 in bonus bets. So whether your bet wins or loses, you hope it wins because you want to win that money too. Then you get your 150 in bonus bets, you scroll through the app, and you can have some fun. Same game, parlays. Uh, bets, you can check them out in the new Explore tab to see what bets are out there. Uh, you can go visit the Parlay Hub to see popular parlays from other users. Plenty more. The app is very easy to use. It's fanduel.com slash locked on. You can make your first bet a layup. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. And the best part about what FanDuel does is they give you options to set your parameters, set your limits, protect yourself. You know what your budget is. Set it on their app. They will work with you, and you can go and have fun because you'll be gambling responsibly. Hey, thanks for making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. I would recommend going to listen to Locked On Suns and Locked On Kings. We have a lockdown for every NBA team. Locked On Suns and Locked On Kings will be two ends of an incredibly different spectrum here because the it looked like, Jake, the Sacramento Kings were cruising and they were up by 20 plus with about eight minutes to go. And they end up losing this game by two. So uh, I saw somebody joke on Twitter, I wish I remember who it was, that the least dangerous team in the NBA is the Kings with a 20-point lead. Uh, <laughs> an epic collapse for them, an epic comeback for the Suns. Now, the Kings, I'm not going to try to tap into the sorrow for the Kings. That's something that they're going to have to work out. This is this is a tough the, – the, the, the Kings have had some tough, tough losses. But, Jake, for the Suns? To come back like this and win this game, you have with all of these guys playing, Beal, Booker, Durant, and and to fight, they're talking about this on the on their broadcast. Like this can be a springboard. The Suns need a springboard. This has anything like this, any win like this to give you confidence where you can a coach or a leader can be like, see, we have it here. Just trust the. Just trust each other. We can do it. This could be a springboard that that the Suns need to kind of get themselves on a more consistent track.
1: Yes and no, right? Like, this is certainly a confidence-inspiring win. You know, Kevin Durant, 15 points in the fourth quarter, leading that comeback is definitely going to be a good thing. There's enough talent here that they're capable of doing all that. I just don't think you can actually rely on 29 points from Grayson frickin' Allen every single True. night here, right? On 9 On 17 shots,
0: yeah. Yeah, like...
1: Like I don't know, you know, if he doesn't go off, they probably lose this game. He was nine of fourteen from three, right? Like one of the issues with them is they're not that deep, so they do need these other role players to play exceptionally well, like all the time, and they don't, and that's going to lead to some losses too. But it's also a star driven league, right? When Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and Kevin Durant all play, there's enough talent there that you can get some wins. So like, yeah, they're capable of this. This should inspire. If if I were there, I'd be looking. At this and saying all of that same stuff of like this is confidence inspiring, all of the above, all of that, and everyone else I'll be like, keep thinking that, and then we're gonna be in the playoffs when no one else shows up outside of those three guys.
0: Locked on Clippers, locked on Thunder. Also, must listens after this. The Clippers hold on a tough, hard-fought win. Uh, they are eight and two in their last 10, they are the fourth seed in the West right now. And, you know, picking up some, some ground tonight against, um, you know, they're, they're tied in the loss column now with the Denver nuggets. They, uh, so they're only uh, a game behind there. They're two and a half games out of first. The Clippers are legit. We've, we've heard other guys, other shows talk about the Clippers being legit. Um, we don't need to kind of get back into that, but I do want to talk about the Clippers for our real or fake segment because we like to do that and we have our music real or fake Jake Jake? James Harden said uh, in the broadcast uh, Chris Haynes reported that he wants to retire a clipper he loves it there this is the best medical staff he's uh, ever encountered the clippers who are rolling and have now become a threat with James Harden since the trade. The trade is clearly working out, uh, despite early indications. James Harden is loving life there. Jake, real or fake, James Harden will actually retire as a Clipper.
1: I'm going to say real. I'm going to say real. I think they're going to keep that whole core together as long as they possibly can. What we already saw it was an extension for Kawhi. We know one's coming for Paul George. They're probably going to give one to James Harden too, partially because they have the new Intuit Dome coming in a season that they want to fill up with star players so that you can fill it with people. We'll get to that here in a second. Like, yeah, he's 34 years old, right? Like how how much, you know, he's probably got like four or five more years easily left, I think, but. Yeah, they're going to keep it. He's going to send like a four-year contract there, and then perfect, problem solved. That keeps him till he retires. This is, to me, like very real. No other team wants him either. That's the other part. No one's trading uh, for him. Uh,
0: you stole my argument to say it's old. I was also say it's real, not a surprise. Uh, yeah, because because number one, yeah, it's working now, but eventually he'll just go back to being James Harden, and it's going to have its issues, and uh, who knows what the playoffs who knows how the playoffs are going to go? That's always a potential issue with him. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. They're going to sign him. They're going to keep him. They're going to keep everybody together. And he's going to make enough money. And if if he wants out at again, no one's going to want him. No one's going to be in a situation at his age. No. Done, done, done. This is, it's real for a variety of reasons. And, and I think none of them are the best reasons for the Clippers. Like he's, he's great now. He's great now, but I don't know. I I don't trust them. I just don't trust them, uh, especially in the playoffs, but you're right. They do need to fill up the new Intuit Dome, which uh, was just announced. They are going to get the 2026 all-star game. Uh, They will begin play in this upcoming season. So uh, they will host the all-star game in their second season This big monster. New facility in Inglewood, California, where the old forum was for the Lakers. Now they have a new thing called the wall. And on their website says on the enemy side of the with dome lives the beating heart of our new arena, the wall, the home of the most energetic fans on the planet, 51 rows high. So it's 51 rows, no interruption. It's just a big wall of seats and it comes with restrictions. If you choose to be part of the wall, their website says, you cannot cheer for the opposing team or wear any gear that supports your opponents. If, uh, if you can't go, you have to sell your tickets to other Clippers fans through the Clippers special ticket exchange. So you can't just put them on a ticketing site. You just can't, you can't put them on the game time app uh, for people to get last minute tickets. You have to go to their thing. So if you break any of these rules, you lose your tickets. You lose access to the section. So let's play real or fake. I am you Is this real or fake? Just ask John and Jake. I love that (laughs) real or fake Jake. They're going to ditch this, this policy before they host that all-star game.
1: So I'm going to say it's fake. I think they're going to ditch it. I just don't think it'll be like that soon. I think you need like two or three years here. They're going to be competitive enough that I think this could work. The, the, so it gets more interesting. I just pulled up the like official website of The Wall. It's nba.com slash Clippers slash The Wall is the site by the way, which is kind of great. There's a 300 person standing room only section that's supposed to be like the crazy fans. All right, cool idea. I don't think 300 people are going to want to stay in the whole game. I think you're going to run into some issues there.
0: There's a flaw with that. There's a flaw. Those standing room seats, all of the seats in uh, in that wall section are like $5,000. They're like season tickets.
1: So that's the thing with this, right? So if you're going to put all these rules in, shouldn't you be paying people? To, to follow your rules is shouldn't this be reversed instead of them giving you money to have to follow your rules. Shouldn't they be giving like paying fans
0: to be in there? That's the, that section. What they're trying to do is create like some European. create It's Steve Ballmer. So he wants to create like a bunch of Steve Ballmer's to watch the game and cheer for the, the Clippers like he does. But you're asking people to, with a bunch of money to pay premium prices to sit there and be super, super crazy. But the super, super crazy fans are the ones that are generally not paying $5,000 for their seats. They're the ones way up at the top who are paying, you know, scraping money together, going to a game or two, generally speaking. And I just don't think the type of clientele that you're, you're getting for, that section, this premium section, I don't think that's going to work. I don't think they're going to get the big, crazy, loud screaming fans for $5,000. That's going to have to be like 300 people that you you cherry pick from the rafters and you bring them down there and they go nuts. Like that, those got to be like $50 seats.
1: Yeah, so, man, I'm looking more into this. I should have done the prep work before we, we recorded the show, but I'm doing this in real time here. This is wild to me. It's, look, I get the idea. I get the idea. So here, before I make fun of this even more, let me me lay out a few things here, right? Like, I'm from Los Angeles. I grew up there, right? Lived there for 18 years before moving to New Orleans. Like, I grew up when the Clippers were bad there, right? Like, no one went to Clippers games, right? You know, if they go to being bad in a couple of years, say when Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden all retire in the same year, and then they're garbage after that. They're still the second team in LA, and unless they're truly good, are they going to have the kind of draw where you have 51 rows of diehard crazy fans going? I would go to Clippers games to watch the opponents play because it was more interesting than watching the Alua Candy Clippers, right? And things like that. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, like candy. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know like you're still the second team in la yeah you're shaking that somewhat and darian over at locked clippers would probably fight me on this but still Right, This seems like a like a bad idea when you get bad and maybe you ditch it then, but then that doesn't look. Here's my favorite part of this. There's something called a chuck mark, and I don't know why it's called a chuck mark, but you have to get chuck mark verified and you need three out of the following five to qualify. Right, You have to show us your Clippers gear, subscribe to the full court press newsletter or text messaging, follow the Clippers on Instagram, subscribe to Clipper Vision or, or attended a game in the last three years, or correctly answer a trivia question about chuck i still don't know who chuck is and maybe i'm missing something when it comes to that um but like what like oh chuck the condor is that their like
0: mascot oh i don't know i didn't see that part so i I, I, didn't, like- I didn't know all of the that those are very stupid rules um so here's the here's bottom my line favorite
1: last part and then i'll let you go here this is great Okay, transfer your tickets. You can transfer your ticket to any other fan. They need not be Chuck Mark certified. However, as the original ticket holder, you will need to ensure your guests understand and abide by the wall rules. If the rules are broken, your access to the wall and your, certif- your Chuck Mark will be revoked because yeah. your people, that your friends that you gave tickets to didn't wear
0: Clippers gear in your seats. That's a disaster. It's crap. This is, this is where it all falls apart. How can you police, you cannot take away someone's seats for, they're, they're going to open themselves up to lawsuits. They're just going to open themselves up to craziness because you, you cannot put these parameters that someone didn't wear the right gear or someone, you know, someone cheered like, Oh, he cheered for the other team. Like who's you going to get tattled on? Like this is, this is, this is going to fall apart. This is going to completely fall apart. You're not going to fill up that section. They're not going to be as rabid as you think they are. And the second that this team kind of starts to fall apart and be not as good as they are now, that entire section is going to be empty. It's going to be an embarrassment. I'm telling you, the wall is going to crumble and fail. And there it's just going to become another part of the arena Within with by the end of next season, it might even become just another part of the arena they might they might ditch it they'll have a, okay they'll go one season they'll go one season with the wall so you're saying wall. it's
1: fake okay you're saying it's fake
0: they'll go one season with the wall and then they'll ditch it before they host the next all-star game before they host that oh, okay. that
1: was the question do you want to see so Chuck is a condor and he's their mascot that they introduced in 2016 and I had no idea I just uploaded him in are you ready to see him
0: sure yeah that is Chuck oh, yeah, I the know condor. that guy. I know, how Chuck? You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's great. Trivia questions about Chuck to get the get, to get on the yeah, All right. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, I'm not going to be sitting in the wall then. Um some somebody's going to test it. Somebody's going to test the rules. You're going to see opposing fan gear in there somehow. It I'm telling you, it's just going to be it's it's going to happen. It All right. That's <laughs> I, the, the wall. The wall is now my favorite thing to monitor, and I it's I. I'm officially a hater. I'm a, I hate the wall already. I hate the wall. It's not going to go the way they think it will. uh All right, we're done here. We're done. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. It's been uh, a lot of fun here doing this podcast. Let us know in the comment section of the YouTube page what you think about the wall. Look, I'm not saying this against uh, Clippers fans. I'm sorry. It's not something about you. It's just this is not going to go well. But let us know in the comment section. Make sure you're subscribed to the Lockdown NBA podcast on all platforms, even YouTube, and would love it if you shared the podcast now. Tell your friends. Tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown NBA podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.